Hey guys, this is Carrie Myers here with Gospel Centered Purpose, Living Your Life by Design. I'm so excited. Today we are talking about the walking dead. So if you have struggled with maybe just not living your life fully because of maybe something in your past, or maybe it's something in your present, or it could be anxiety or stress you have about things in the future, then you'll want to listen to this podcast. So let's take a look. Hey guys, this is Carrie Myers, Gospel Centered Purpose, and we're talking about The Walking Dead today. And why I titled it that way is because I truly believe that we as believers, um, as believers in Christ, as Christians, we are walking defeated lives. And not a physical death, but a spiritual death where we are not living to the full. We're not living alive. We're walking around um, very, the only word I can think of is dead. So I want to read a verse that I was looking at the other day. It's in 1 Corinthians 15, and it's verses 1 through 2. This is what it says. Now, I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. Now, the phrase in there that stood out to me was the which you are being saved. So that is, you are continually being saved. It's a somewhat of a present tense saying. So I had to look that up. So if you know me, you know that I like looking up words and their meaning. So I looked up saved. And this is what it says. It conveys the basic meaning of rescuing one from great pearl. So um, it also says it includes to protect, keep alive, preserve life, deliver, heal, be made whole. And I love that last phrase, that being made whole. That is what we are. We are being made whole day to day. It is a daily experience that we have. It's being made whole. So I started researching a little bit more about the gospel. And I realized there are three tenses to the gospel. So there's the past. When you came to Christ, it's a spiritual rebirth a regeneration, you're being made alive, um, the Holy Spirit indwells you. So that's the past. The future is the great resurre- resurrection. It's the new heaven and new earth. We have new bodies and it's the not yet. So like we don't have our new bodies yet. We're still walking day to day in our old bodies that are decaying. Um, and we have physical death. There is one day that we will have a physical death. Or Jesus will come back and we'll have resurrected bodies. We won't actually die that physical death, but we'll be given a new body. Regardless if we have that physical death here on earth or not, we do get new bodies. So it's bodies that will have a purpose. Um, He's going to redeem it, restore it, and he will, it will be useful to us throughout eternity. So I'm excited about that new body. <laughs> Never really thought about that before. I think I thought that we were just going to be like little souls hanging out in a cloud singing Amazing Grace all the time. And then the more I thought about that, I thought that is just not, that's not appealing to me. Well, it's not appealing because that's not how God created us to be. That's not what we're going to be doing. We're going to have purposeful lives 
and the new heavens and new earth. Um, and so then there's also the present tense. So that's the third one, the now. And this is how we are living day to day. Um, it's buying us back from wasting our life. So as we walk in him, it's um, what we do because that eternal purpose. It's profitable. Um, it's not only for this present time, but for eternity as well, that we have meaning. We can have um, meaning here on earth and it's making, creating meaning for the future as well. So we're laying up treasures for us in heaven, um, not here on earth. So the gospel gives us an immovable foundation, gives us a place of healing and wholeness, being redeemed. We are being redeemed, and it's in Christ that we are redeemed. Now, I'm going to read you a quote from Matt Chandler. This is in his book, Explicit Gospel. And I truly believe this. This is what he says, that idolatry in the human heart always wants to lead us away from our Savior and back to self-reliance. Let me read that again. The idolatry in the human heart always wants to lead us away from our Savior and back to the self-reliance. Sorry. Isn't that true? We always want to come back to doing it our own way. We want to rely on our own strength, not on Christ's strength, not on God's strength. Um, Ephesians 2, I'm going to read a couple of verses again, because this is going to, where we talk about being dead. So Ephesians 2, 1 through 3, and you are dead in the trespasses, trespasses, sorry, let me start over. And you are dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom you all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. We were dead, unregenerated, unregenerated, a body derived, Sorry, I can't, I'm so tongue-tied today. Sorry. A body de- derived of life. We were the walking dead. Death entered the world through Adam and Eve. So let's go back to that. What happened in the garden with Adam and Eve? Where did death enter in? You know, in Genesis 2.17, God gave Adam and Eve an instruction. He says, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in the day you eat from it, you shall surely die. Now, when they die, when they ate of the fruit, did they die? They did not die a physical death. They were still alive. Um, it was a separation from God and his good purpose for mankind. So what happened when they ate the fruit was once they ate of it, they knew their nakedness. So they were aware of that. And then what else did they start doing? They started blame shifting. It became about self. So we're all born of the sons, as sons of Adam. We, he is the, the father of that. And that's what we're born into. Guilt and condemnation, selfishness. So when we're born, that we're born into selfishness. And we see that as Adam and Eve create Cain and Abel. You know the story of Cain and Abel. Jealousy entered in, comparison entered in. They weren't, they each had a different lane to walk in. If you look at it that way, Cain 
had was tending to the earth and then Abel. I need to look back because they each had different things. I can't remember what they did. Oh, he was a shepherd, I think. But anyway, the point is they each had two different giftedness. They were walking in each of their lanes, but then Cain became jealous and he started comparing. And so he was jealous because of what, how, what Abel was producing, the fruit that he was producing from his resources, Cain became jealous about that. And so what happened? That led to death, a physical death, because Cain killed Abel. And then what does the Lord do to Cain? He frustrates his purpose. He was a worker of the ground. And then this is what happens in Genesis 4.12. He says, when you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength. So the Lord frustrated his purpose there. And that is how I see us walking the walking dead. That's how I see a lot of believers walking with frustrated purposes. But the good news is, is that he redeemed us. He re- is restoring us. It's that daily choice of walking in him that we're restoring our purpose. And so this is why I love talking about this, a gospel-centered purpose. It's pointed to him. It's about him. It's not about self or selfishness. Because when self enters in and we want to elevate ourselves, make a name for ourselves, that's where comparison and jealousy and covetousness comes in. And we don't enjoy the lane that God purposed us for. Did you know that he placed you right where you were at for a good purpose? For for sharing his good story, his good name. I'm going to read you one more verse. Then we're going to kind of land here and talk about it for just a second as we wrap up. It's in Acts 17. And it's verses 26 through 27. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place, that they should seek God in the hope that they might feel their way toward him and find him. But then as we move on, it says, yet he is actually not far from each of us. You know why he's not far from each of us? Because he is ever present. He is here always. But he has allotted periods in the boundaries of our dwelling place. He placed us right where we are. He gave us the parents that we have. We are born in the cities that we were born in. We might have migrated into a different city, living in a different area. But that was all by the hand of God. And he has you in a place where he wants to use you. He's given you great resources, given you talents and gifts to tap into those so that in the hopes that we that we might feel our way toward him and find him and that as we share him with others that we're helping others feel their way to him so that they can find him and do you know that as you look at our stories and how we listen to stories if you even google how Um, theology and brain science work together and how people are studying that. If you Google that, you'll read a lot about it. But the truth is, is that our brain is made up in such a complex way. But God created us to be about stories. He created us to be listeners and to be able to imagine as we're hearing a story. Here's also the thing that 
there are so many different neurons and con- connections that are made in our brain that it, it really is like, um, it's amazing. It's kind of a wonder. It's like this thing that like, how in, how in the world God created this? It's so complex and people are studying it. And the thing is, is that the the neurons in your brain, it is amazing and it's complex and it's wondrous, but it's a pattern seeking instrument that looks to put chaos of the world into some kind of recognizable order. So we are still, even from Genesis where we see that there was somewhat some chaos because it was dark. Um, it was dark in the beginning and I forget what the word, I have to look it up. Sorry guys. I, I always have to have my Bible near me. Okay, so the earth was without form and it was void and darkness was hovering over the face of the deep. So even in the beginning, there was a somewhat of chaos, but God began to bring order to it. And then there there became order as in the different days that he started creating the earth. And then he created humans and he created us in such a unique way that we still to this day in our heart of hearts we want to make order out of chaos and that's what god does in our stories and in our life he is creating order out of chaos and as we share our stories with others we're helping others create order out of chaos as well and so i want to encourage you to know that you have a unique story one-of-a-kind story. Nobody else has that story. Nobody else has gone through the exact circumstances that you have gone through, have met the exact people that you have met, um, mentors in your life or disciples in your life or even hard people in your life that you have gone through that has helped mold you into the person that you are today. It's given you the story that you have today. And here's the truth. If we keep silent about our stories, people will suffer. Too many people are afraid, and me included, guys. Like, I was afraid to come out and share my story, afraid to come out on podcasts, or afraid to do live videos, afraid of what people might think. But I had to overcome that because it's not about what others think. It's about honoring the Lord with our stories and with our lives. And so I want to encourage you to do that. And that's what this podcast is all about. This is what we're going to do here as you continue to listen to the episode is to be reminded of our gospel-centered purpose, living our life by design. And so we'll talk about things like comparison, jealousy, envy, those types of things. We're also going to talk about how to formulate our stories. We'll talk about just the different parts of our story and how we begin to share that with the world. And so I'm excited as we continue to move on. So continue to just check up and see when the next podcast is coming up because I guarantee you'll be encouraged and you'll be um, inspired as you listen, Um, especially if you're wanting to find your purpose in life and meaning in life as a believer. This is for those who know Christ and who believe him and are sharing their stories with the world. And you can know Christ today and know that you know that you know if you have accepted accepted him into your life. He has given us a free gift. 
And as you look in Ephesians, I'm sorry, I said I was going to read that one last verse, but this is so important that we are going to read one more verse because I don't want to leave you as the walking dead. I want to encourage you in your walk of walking in life because that is what Jesus came for, is that we would walk in life. So when we hear, I just read you the first couple of verses of that, of how we are the walking dead, but here's the big but starts in Ephesians 2 verse 4 but God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in our trespasses made us alive together with Christ by grace you have been saved and you raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Jesus Christ so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us and Jesus Christ it's for by grace you have been saved. It's not what we do. It's not that our lives have to be perfect and that um, all the things that we do for him is by grace. But we do have works for him, the good works he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So let's walk in those, walk in life, not in the, in the dead, not with the walking dead, with those who are just about self. But let's refocus not on ourselves but on him and making him known and we make him known by knowing truth by knowing the word by knowing him that he gave his life for us that because we were sinners and separated from him the only way to God was through his son Jesus that we accept him we ask for the Holy Spirit to empower us to continue to walk and follow be followers of Christ Follow his, his example so that we can live our meaningful, purposeful lives that were intended from the very beginning, even from Genesis, where, when God created, or that's where we're reading the story in Genesis, but from the beginning of the foundation of the world where he created everything, he had a purpose and a plan for us, that we would be about him, that we would be about each other, not about ourselves. And so we'll continue to talk about that. I hope this has been encouraging to you, and I can't wait to continue on this subject. So be encouraged. Don't walk, be the walking dead, but walk in light. Walk in Him, in Jesus Christ. Okay, have a great rest of your day as you're listening to this podcast, wherever you are. Know that that is where God has you. And so thankful that you're able to listen to this in that place of where God has you specifically. Okay, have a great day.